You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio with me, Robbie Musto, and here as ever with my pal, Robbie Earl. Now, this is our hour to chat and debate the big stories in the Premier League. We also get your take on certain things as well. We'll get to the movers and shakers towards the bottom end of the league table a little later in the show. We're certainly going to talk Paul Pogba and Manchester United. But let's start at the Emirates Stadium, home of Arsenal Football Club. Or is it new Arsenal, uh, Robbie Earl, with their new players? How do they look today? in their 5-1 victory against Everton? Well, I think what, what we knew, Rob, was that Henrik Mkhitaryan is a better footballer than we saw Wayne the Red of Manchester United for many times. That Patrick, that Pierre, Patrick Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is an outstanding centre-forward of Category A quality. Yep. That Mesut Ozil, when he's focused, fit, can provide. That Aaron Ramsey's still got goal threat from, from midfield. And that Arsenal will have days, and we said it during the transfer w- window, where some of their football will cut the opposition to ribbons. But, and it is a but, that defensively there's still one or two issues. It didn't matter today because mm. Everton were, were woeful, to be honest. But on, on a day of what I saw the attack, it looked refreshing and it looked to me like there's a lot to look forward to uh, in the future. I'll get your take on this, but but ultimately, Arsenal fans want to know and want to see, mm. I guess want to hear from us, Yeah, are they better? And is their yeah. squad, is their team yeah. better now than at mm-hmm. the start of January? Yeah. And and when you look at it, uh, the fact that Mesut Ozil, of course he's still there, but he's signed, he signed. a long contract. Yeah. That's really positive. And I guess so you look at the players, you look yeah. at... Uh, Aubameyang and um, Mkhitaryan. Mm. Uh, and, and, uh, is it better than Alexis leaving the football club? Giroud's left the football club. And I would say that having Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan, even though Alexis is so great, is still better. It's a little better than Giroud and Alexis. So I think they are better in terms of the team. Difficult window, difficult situation with Alexis Sanchez. But Arsenal Football Club, and whether it's Wenger or whether it's the... the mm. The head of recruitment and the board ahead, uh, uh, higher than him mm. have done a good job in January. Well, I'm going to go even further. So you lose Alexis, who's your best player, doesn't particularly want to be there. Get him out. Theo Walcott was time, 12 years, gone stale. Giroud, good sub to come on. But if he doesn't want to stay or you feel you, you've got enough now, off you go. Coughlin, not good enough as a defensive midfield player. Debucci holding up with place. As much as anything, Robert, and this is where I think they're better, I think Arsenal have got stale. I think the dressing room was too samey. You know the guy you're sitting next to. There's a different feel. There's a different chemistry in that dressing room now by new people coming in. Mm. There's been a lot of talk with whether this was Arsene Wenger, whether there's stuff going on slightly behind his back, but they're setting up for the days when Wenger aren't there. Who knows? But the answer to your question, in, in short, yeah, I think they're better come the start of February than they were come the start of January. I think it's encouraging. We, we know that Mkhitaryan and Aubameyang played together at Dortmund. Mm. There were situations today they linked yeah. really well. Correct. And it's going to take a little bit of time for, for Ozil and other players and Ramsey. I mean, you, again, you wouldn't really see that today, but it would just get used to the way that they're playing. Um, but that has to be encouraging. And I know that Aubameyang's goal was slightly offside, 
But what a run. smart mm. run mm. Uh, and what a smart little clipped finish over the top of the goalkeeper that it was from Aubameyang. So that that is positive. And that, as you said, mm. was a run that, that maybe... Lukaku, Lukaku doesn't or, or, or make. Or, or, the, or other strikers, Lacazette, yeah. even Lacazette wouldn't make that run. No. He's always looking to get in behind with that pace that he's got. Yeah, and, and maybe some of the d- defenders, some of the forwards, will look to to uh, post up. Big question, Robbie Musto. In mm-hmm. awesome, we trust. We see what we see. What the front four could do today. You add Lacazette to that. You've got Jack Wiltshire to come in. Start next season. He's a, he's a centre back and a defensive midfield player. Can Arson do it again? Can Arson do it in his last year? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Be a bit more romantic. Take a little <laughs> bit longer. Well, no, no, seriously. I mean, if yeah, they need a new, a real commanding central defender, mm-hmm. and they need a very, very good holding midfield player. But, but if my, they bought I'll those, throw, if they yeah, bought those, okay. So I'll throw it back to you. Okay. If they did, if they did buy the, buy those, then on paper the squad looked brilliant and mm. you think wow this is a really good squad but mm. they still won't do it they won't win Rob they still won't win because they buy a new mid- central midfield player they play them alongside a Ramsey that's going to bomb forward they'll leave holes in there there's a tactical um, edge not edge but the tactical plan or thought or philosophy of Arsene Wenger mm. will always stop him winning the Premier League in the future because the balance of the team is different. It's not a, a pragmatic Chelsea or an incredible Man City or a counter-attacking Leicester City. It's an expansive, open, attacking uh, team. And the balance of artists and soldiers, something that I always use, has never been right. And they might have better soldiers in the future, but is there going to be enough of them with a strategy, with the whole eleven? To, to grind away through the Premier League season. And I don't think, if, even if they bring in two or three really good players. I'm just suggesting, I've got one more year of Arsene Wenger pyjamas, right? Arsene Wenger knows it's probably his last, it's his last year. What if he comes different? What if he decides, you know what? Will you give up on him get, uh, changing well, or coming different? What's he going to do differently? Because what's different is... You've said this a few times, it's I know, different. It's I know. different. And it has been. But, um, but, but this is different. 12 more months he's got as manager of Arsenal. Then he's done. Then, then that's it. Then the chapter, the book closes. Yeah, yeah. What if that changes it, him? What if that changes him? What? What? The he's fact thought, that he's going to... He's protests. In the past, he's known he's got four years left, three years left, two years left. He's got 12 more months before he's going to walk out of that door. He's a very bright man. He's a stubborn man, and I know he's got stuck. But could he just... Change his way for the last 12 months. What's that months? Frank Sinatra song, I did, I did It My Way? He's going to always do it his way. He's not going to change. And by the way, just on that, do you think that that he knows that next year's his last yeah, year? Yeah, absolutely. Or, hang on, or does he think, you know what, I've signed another contract. We no going. way, because these things going on at the football club, we know that these, these people getting in, in places, some of these decisions we, we're suggesting may not be all his decisions. Things have been done to, to freshen this up. Mm. In Arsenal, we trust you've got 12 more months, a great man. Yeah. Let's get to Everton. Because in some ways, Rob, this was a bigger story today. Sam Allardyce has gone into his football club. He's got Mm. him away from the relegation zone very quickly. He now wants to kick on, play some good football. He made five changes today. He played five at the back, which, by the way, was Mm. five players in a line against one player, Aubameyang. Everybody else for Arsenal is floating around midfield. If you've got four spare at the mm. back, in that back line, then Arsenal have got four spare. Mm. And those four spare players came into midfield and they destroyed them today. 
What do you, what do you think the Arsenal, the Everton fans are thinking about Sam Allardyce right now? Thankful to get him away from the relegation yeah. zone, but what about the future? He's not, he's not their long term future. When when you go away to Arsenal, and your your reputation is built on your defence, it's it containing the opposition, and you're three 0 down with twenty minutes on the clock, and looking woeful uh, defensively. That tells me that, that, that this group of uh, the Everton fans won't, won't feel that Sam's the guy to take them forward. And that's going to be Sam's problem. Keeps him up, does a good job, but almost now will, I think, be looking, handing the range onto somebody who takes him further on. One win away from home in 21 Premier League games for a club of Everton's size and stature is ridiculous. It's funny, Rob, because you, you watch them play against Leicester on Wednesday. Mm. They win 2-1. Things are positive. I look at the, my notes for this game today. was like, okay, look at the league table. Mm. They're, in, they're, in, well, they're in 10th now. I thought the 7th place is their target. 7th yeah. should be the target mm. of Everton, Everton Football, football Club. Correct. And I know it's Arsenal away. I know it's difficult. Mm. One, one final question on it is these changes. No Wayne Rooney. No Tom Davis. No, no Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah. Uh, Seamus Coleman, you can understand that, that, he, that, that, that too much. I mean, mm. he's so yeah. great. He yeah. was so great on Wednesday, by the way, that he played. Um, you can get that. Too many changes? Possibly, whether overthinking, but but feeling he can contain it with the five at the back. Michael Keane, I thought, was horrendous in a back five. Looks like the, the move's been too much for him. Ashley Williams doesn't look like he's progressed since he's moved to the football club. Uh, Jagielka's ageing. There's a bit of work to do at this football club, but the players who've come in, Tom Davies comes on second half and does all Looks right. Good, yeah. Just wondering why he doesn't trust that. Just to, trust those players, Rob. Big Sam afterwards said the first half was pathetic. Yeah, he said we were crap, actually. Yes, <laughs> which is very Sam. So, so I think after the game he's going to fire into them. They'll be in tomorrow morning. It's by on, the way, yeah, I, I think that that's not. I mean, no, we, we know a lot of things about Sam Allardyce. Mm. For the most part, I mean, let's be honest about it. He's organised his defence very, very well. That will hurt him, that result today, because it was a team that was a defensively stronger, in inverted commas, side with mm. five at the back and two holding midfield players. He was very angry, and it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts from here. Yeah, not good for Sam, not good for Everton. So maybe we just got a glimpse into Arsenal's future. Mkhitaryan, Aubameyang, Meza Ozil signed, and Aaron Ramsey keeps getting mm. goals. Next up, Old Trafford. Jose Mourinho made a hoot call today. Was he right? You're listening to Two Rubbish Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a tick. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, my friend, Manchester United beat Huddersfield today comfortably 2-0 uh, at Old Trafford. But the big news before the game started was Paul Pogba, the multi-zillion dollar man, was left on the bench, dropped by Jose Mourinho. Now, I wanted to know the fans' reaction to this, so I tweeted out saying, give us some opinion on Mourinho dropping Pogba today. Now, we've got plenty and lots of responses, and to be fair, almost all of them were okay with it. Let's read out a few here. Mm. TD tweeted us to say, no issue with the decision. Jose demands a standard of play and intensity. Pogba was found lacking at Wembley. Matt Van Swarthout tweets us to say he thought the three points were in the bag. Figured having him sit out would give some perspective about being absent against Spurs. Great motivation watching from the sidelines. Yeah, I agree with those. Now I've got a few as well. Came in, Kevin and Reza said, everyone needs a quick reset to remind them that they're at the biggest club in the world. Alisson said it's Spurs. Jose tried telling him to play in defensive midfield role. Mm. Nobody's bigger than the club. Postmates Malone said even the biggest names sometimes need to sit and reevaluate. Evaluate and Ryan said, "Good for the player's development." Although he did put in a good 25 minutes when he came on the pitch, so the general feel from fans is they don't mind this. 
just just quickly going back to it, are you okay mm. with him being dropped? And why? Yeah. Why was yeah. it? Why was yeah. he dropped today? What wasn't he doing that he deserved to be to be on that bench? Well, what he what he wasn't doing was either listening to his manager, doing what the manager says, or putting his own personal performance and gain ahead of the football club. And I have absolutely no problem with the manager dropping him for that reason. A game that United should win anyway and ended up winning, though it wasn't maybe as comfortable as Jose would have liked. And he got a message across to Paul Pogba, who's 24 years of age, who's still got some development to come, to the rest of the dressing room. And maybe people say, well, he picks on Luke Shaw and he picks on Mkhitaryan. Actually, you know what? Mm, He's picked mm. on his biggest name in his yeah, dressing room today. Yeah. Is it is it a concern that Paul Pogba... And I, I get that he's going to learn and, mm. and he, he'll learn a lesson from this. But is he going to is he going to adapt to what Jose wants? I mean, you know, the, the fact that and by the way, in the game against Spurs, yeah, he played in both a a, a two man pivot, so he played yeah. alongside Matic, and in the second half he did play in a three, yeah, with where Lingard. he likes to play mm. the left side of three with license to get forward. But uh, even in that system, yeah. sometimes you have to come back and help out. Yeah, and, and, and he it, wasn't doing it. And, and in he can fairness, still do though, it in to, that system, in fairness to him, Robin, if I was Paul Pogba, who somebody who I like to bomb forward, I would say, well, you've got just Jesse Lingard, who, who doesn't really want to do the defensive, who's not that way inclined. So you're basically saying to Pogba. Be restrictive yeah. with your runs yeah. forward. Yeah, well, he, uh, are at you his not best. Okay with that? Well, no, I'm just saying at his best, yeah. there's another defensive midfield yeah, play, player next to him. Because you're almost saying, well, Lingard's that defensive guy. No, he ain't. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that sometimes he's got to get back. Oh, I get that. And I don't care I what he's at his got... best at. He's at. Yes, he's at his best mm. at going forward. But in certain games, Correct. Spurs away at, at Wembley where they're playing great football. Mm -hmm. Paul, I know you can do that. Mm. But hey, hold your position. Yeah. Make sure you help out Matic. And that's why there was a fallout and he was left out today. Absolutely, and, and it's interesting because I, I spoke to one of my friends the other day who said, well, why has Jose made it so public? He, he's, he's creating something he doesn't have to do. I hear that argument, but actually, I think it's something sometimes to make public, to show people. Do you remember, Jay, and I go back to it, Diego Costa at, at, at um, last season against Chelsea. Well, this is an interesting one. Leicester, Carry on. And Diego Costa was sort of saying he yeah. wanted to come off because he yeah. thought he might get sent off. Mm -hmm. okay. and, and Antonio Conte, on the side of pitch, said, you get on with it. I'm in charge. You'll come off when I'm ready. I thought that was a massive move for Conte with the biggest player, with the dressing room, imposing himself, his will, on the, on the group. And what happened to Diego Costa? Well, Diego Costa left, left the, football, the football club. Left the football club. So, so what you're it gonna didn't say, work. So... Well, it, well, it, if he wants to keep him on side, they won the Premier League title. I get that. <laughs> so, but, but, so did he, did, but you're saying he didn't lose the player in that situation? I don't think he lost a player. I don't think that's the day he lost a player. I think there's other occasions in the move to China. That, that must have led to, to the situation between the no, two of them really. falling out. The move out. to China was, was what lost a player. I don't think we can always go back... I don't think you. I don't think you lose uh, Paul Pogba. Well, to, that's the question. Sitting him on the bench that's the question. And How is he going to react? And let me tell you, if you do... Paul Pogba's not the player I thought he was, and he's probably not the player you want. If that, if Paul Pogba's going to sulk and not be the player because you publicly had a go at him, Paul Pogba should be saying, you know what, I'm going to show you how good a player I am. And I think Mourinho, he, he, he's so... No, we had this conversation yeah, earlier, Rob, yeah, about yeah. poking players. Mm. He pokes them to get more out of them. And the poking can sometimes hurt and upset like a did with Luke Shaw, yeah. like it's done with other ones. The only thing, and I think he will react in the, the right way, yeah. Rob. Adrian the only Hazard, he's done it with, didn't he? Yeah, and he got the lots right. of players. Remember yeah. Joe Cole back in, in mm. early started at Chelsea? The only thing I would say, and I think he will react correctly, in the future, is there a time where Paul Pogba thinks, 
Oh, not again. Yeah, And yeah. it adds to yeah. a catalog. No, yeah. I'm not saying that's going to happen in the future, mm. but it could be something that he gets fed up with, maybe Absolutely. into next season. Like, Absolutely. oh, it's me again. As he gets he older, wants to he feels doing he's... the things that I prefer to do. But I think from Jose Mourinho's point of view, you can only do it so many times with so many players. I think right. it's a chord you can play. Well, you, play I mean. you play it too, too often and you, could lose and, and you lose them. And you lose some others in the dressing room, which Jose's, Jose's done in, in the past. So... Let's talk about Alexis Sanchez, Robbie Mustard, yeah, because yeah, he, yeah. he got his goal today, um, his home debut for, for Manchester United. I still get the sense he, he's finding his way in the team and they're finding out how to get the best of him. Played on the left side today with no Martial in the team, where he likes to come. Still playing a little bit narrow for me. Hasn't quite picked up the rhythm well, and, and that will take time, as we know. Yeah, I thought I thought first half he looked a little bit of like literally finding his way, finding mm. which which ones he should to get to get the ball. He came back very deep. In the second half, I thought he was a lot better. Mm. And it's pretty obvious to me that he is going to be the star player at United. It's not like settling in or respect, res, you know, over respecting certain players. He he is going to be the star player, and I think he's going to light up Old Trafford. Uh, and second half, I thought he was really really good. Quick one on that because you saw, talk about star players. It's just come to me. Do you think someone like Paul Pogba? Hmm. Alexis Sanchez has come in. A little bit more so. money, a little bit mm. star player. Does that? Does that? I, I, well, is he okay with that? So. I don't think so. I think mm. he's okay with that. I think he wants to play with good players. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be fun when we see all these players together again. Just finally on it, Martial came off the bench today, but Martial has been playing really well yeah. from the left hand side. I don't know uh, where that's going to end up. Let's get to Huddersfield yeah. and momentum going in all the wrong way. Find themselves in the bottom three as we sit today. Mm. David Wagner. So you've done enough. If they get relegated, does David Wagner get another Premier League job? He doesn't get another Premier League job, no. What, the reputation's not well, been good enough in the half season? He's he done really well, and they look good at the start, but, but taking a team down at your first attempt, even though it seems harsh, does not mean... I know you're going to say Marco Silva. Silva did it, it but I don't, think, I don't think there's enough evidence there that somebody else will take a punt with him. Now, to be fair, in terms of the football club, it's almost a full new team. So it's not mm. as though Huddersfield have gone yeah. into this and not spent money and thrown some, some cash at it. They have. It's just the quality isn't there. And I'm not Striker. sure in January Striker. they did enough. De Poitiers, five goals. Mooney, four, four goals. I mean, steal one, beg one, borrow one, find somebody, go to the championship, nick one, take a gamble, Rob. I just think that... They could regret what they what they haven't gone and done in that window it's if they find tough themselves. Though, Rob. It is, and, and it's I get tough. it. I get it, Rob. You don't, you want to keep the club in the right shape on a budget, and, on a yeah. budget that's Premier League budget, but low, low, low Premier League. But budget. are they going on that like the bounce? We'll go down. We'll get back up a first time, a bit like Burnley. Because mm. I get that, but mm. enough for gamble, Rob. We've seen a few go down, never to return. But he is a man that you would absolutely stick with. Yeah, there's no chance yeah. of him losing his job. Yeah, now. Towards the end of the season, in the summer, he's done a brilliant job. It's a small club. If they go down, he's got a great chance of bringing them back up. First time I've asked. Yeah, Huddersfield still believe they've got a chance to stay in the Premier League. I felt it was a day when Jose Marina put a marker on Paul Pogba. Alexis Sanchez got his first goal in the red of United. Next, we'll turn to the blue off of the city. Pep Guardiola faced the ginger Guardiola. They drew 1-1. Was it a bad day for City or something more? I'm Earl. He's Musto together with the two Robbies on NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. Now, Rob, let's go to Burnley. Mm. Now, Sean Dyche's Burnley Football Club are well-organised. They're very hard-working. 
They're very direct at times. And in Sam Vokes and Ashley Barnes, two players that offer a threat. So when Danilo scored in a 22nd minute today to put Manchester City up 1-0, yeah. I thought they'd go on and dominate the game. Mm. Pep afterwards said that they played brilliant football and they did play some brilliant yeah. football. Why didn't they win? Because they turned into a little bit of the Manchester City from last season that played brilliant football, that created chances, but didn't put them away. Raheem Sterling in particular had a couple of chances. One in the second half where it's easier to, to score than Messi puts it wrong side of the, of, of the post. And I want to throw something else at you why I thought, and, and, and I'm interested in your view because I know one player in particular. David Silva, not involved. Leroy Sané, not involved. Are they a diff? Do, do, they, do those two players make them so much better? I think they do. Okay, so yes, I take that. But today's game, in watching it, mm. I don't think that was a problem today. Now, Leroy Sane, mm. I love him to bits. Yeah. I think he's going to be a top, top player. Mm. Bernardo Silva, for me, played really well. Ilkay Gundogan, mm. even though he had good opportunities to score, played really well. You know, we know from, from last season, Pep said, we've got to get better in both boxes. Yeah. They didn't defend well. No. They don't they didn't. They didn't attack well. They didn't... They didn't take the advantage of brilliant football to play through the press and find the right ball, the right little fast, the last part of it mm. to go on and get. I mean, they could have had, I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not too much to say. They could have had five four goals, five four or five goals, goals. Which was last season though, wasn't it? But and, Not and scoring you, and, and you said about the defending and I've almost questioned for a while that you don't have to be a great defender playing Pep's team because they don't defend that much. They have so much possession. You have to be able to have good possession of the ball, be comfortable to play out, and probably tactically know where you need to be in positions. So, Robbie Musto, let, let, let me take you down a road that's difficult to go down. I think I might know where difficult you're Difficult to go, go down. Let's go there. There's a, there's a great player, and it hurts you to say, in Vincent Company, who's been a magnificent captain for this football club. But I, I, I'm seeing with my eyes, and I'm feeling uncomfortable that his body's breaking up. He's not the same player. He, he's almost more about the reputation that we know he's had than what we're seeing now. Are we coming towards a, a time when Vincent Kompany doesn't is not in the first 11 for Manchester City? Or is, mm. oh, I'm, a, I'm a, a bit ahead no, of my time? I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to disagree totally. But what I would say is, to be fair to him, Rob, now I'm not sure in recent weeks whether this injury's carried on, but mm. he, he hasn't had a run of games. Okay, he, no. has, he hasn't had no. a run of games. Now, I know that... Uh, Americ Laporte, the new $81 million signing, is going to play for the majority of games. But this was a Vincent Company game against Burnley yeah. away. And In like his... you, I, I didn't see any benefit of having him there. No benefit. No, mm. The odd kind of physical challenges early on that he won some headers. But other than that, they still looked a little shaky. He looked a little panicked. He looks yeah. a little panicked. And it kind of stands out at the moment because City, you know, without him, have been so slick, so mm. grooved. It, just without the ball, he looked a little bit is all it, over the place. Is it a little bit, and we've both been down this road, we played both till we were, we were mid-30s, is it a little bit with your body, Rob, and when you're not 100% sure that your body's right? He did a header in the first half where he went towards the nipples yeah. and then he, he did a, a really strange header. Yeah. Is that when you're not 100%? Because I felt the same. I, I, you know, I was a, my game was a bit like being an athlete. And as soon as I wasn't that same athlete, it, it affected me. My, my game was different because I couldn't get up and down the pitch and, and, and hurt people in the same way that, that I could when I was 25 and could fly all over the place. I mean, that's decision-making. That shouldn't be a, 
an mm. age thing. I mean, I get it. You slow down a little bit, and he will unfortunately feel that as he gets older, particularly not playing every week. Um, it wasn't necessarily that. It was just an odd performance from him. Otamendi's been excellent. He's kind of has to switch sides a little mm. bit. Um, but it just, it just... Yeah, they should have been away. They should have been, should have been away yeah. with the three points here, but they didn't. And I just wonder if Pep, even though afterwards he said, I'm so, so happy we played mm. so well, because we know that he gauges things it, yeah. a little differently. Yeah, they did views. play well. Yeah, Some of the did. football's yeah. beautiful. But just it, didn't it, finish it, doesn't, it off. It doesn't help when, you, when you're only 1-0 up late on. Raheem Sterling, 14 Premier League <clears> goals, six assists, had a brilliant season, is developing to a really good player. When you play him on the left-hand side of the pitch, do you get... A little less from him. Does he become a little bit more predictable, wanting to come on his right foot a little yeah. bit? And maybe even the goal is on his left side. And I don't know, he just doesn't look quite as sharp and as happy when he plays left side as he does on the right. Yeah, because because what when he's because he's so right footed, when he gets the ball on the left, he wants to come in field on his mm. right foot. Playing on the right hand side, he's much happier to go around the outside, yeah. as Leroy Sane does when he plays on the left hand side. And listen, you scored more goals than me in the Premier League. Mm. You were you were mm. a goal scoring mm. midfield player throughout mm. your career. Yeah. Explain to our listeners yeah. how a, a, a player like that, an international player, a fantastic player is having a great mm. score. How does he miss that? Let me tell you how I listen. I, I can't. I can only speak f for myself. What I would say is, and, and I'm nowhere near the player Raheem Sterling was, I wouldn't have missed that chance. Let me tell you why. Because as that ball's coming across, the first thing in my head is concentrate on my contact to finish. That was what I was about. He can bend things in and run past people and do other things. What he doesn't sometimes do is concentrate on that very last thing. You shouldn't... My, I was always taught, and you're a golfer, so you'll know, don't lift your head up until you've made contact with the ball and you all, it's almost in the back of the net. His head comes up too early when he does things. I mean, it was a funny action. Yeah, He kind exactly. of went with it with his left foot, but not in any way a, a convincing manner or a confident manner. Mm. I think you're right. It was like, you know, it, crikey, if that was me, wow, what a chance. Yeah, I'm going to concentrate, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take every bit of energy, and I'm going to make sure I get good yeah. contact to score. It was a little flippant, mm. almost like, oh, here's another one. Oh, here's another one. Great football, guys. Mm. Here's another one I'm going to knock in. And it was a horrible contact. And he realised that, wow, yeah. how did I miss that? It was a little return to Raheem Sterling yeah, before we saw bit. him playing, you know, in the pep yeah. way. And listen, yeah, he's everybody, great, everybody way, can, can miss a yeah. goal and everybody, you know, can have those days. But no, listen, he's, he's an, outs an outstanding player. As a whole, anything to worry about for City that, that you know, people might say? Mm. I don't think so. I mean, Pep said that they're going to have, what is it, four days off? Yeah. They haven't got a game until next Saturday where they play Leicester City at home. The players have had a, a million games in different mm. competitions. They've done so well in all of them. They'll appreciate the days off and they'll come back uh, refreshed well, on Wednesday. They've got the a huge month coming up, haven't they? The, yeah, the month go, of, yeah. of February till we get to early March. So it's Leicester at home in the league, then Arsenal away in the league, Chelsea away in the league. And in between those games, they play Basel in the Champions League, away, yeah. Wigan in the FA Cup, and they've got a League, league Cup, Cup final, final against mm. Arsenal. And the League Cup will be, could be the first of a quadruple as long as everything else goes right. I'm sure from City's point of view and Pep's point of view, he wants to get the first one in the bag, doesn't he, this year? He does, and it will be important. But how about how about a, a, an Arsenal team that's buzzing a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I know. How about that? With with one big, 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 <laughs> big, big aim for for Arsene Wenger. Yeah, not, not quite as easy as it maybe looked a month ago, is it? No, and, and new players that, that mm. are going to be if they keep going to to that game. 
if they keep doing well and playing well, that could be a really tricky match. But that is going to be really important. I know it's a League Cup, but to win that first trophy and then kick on, it's mm -hmm. a good draw in the Champions League against Basel. And then they've got, like you said, right at the beginning of March, they've got Arsenal away and Chelsea home. If they get through these six games in good shape, then you start to think about titles. You start to think about, wow, how legendary could this team be? Um, because we know that Pep likes titles. Um, but you're right, a very, very interesting month ahead. Let's uh, just have a little tip of the hat to Burnley as well. Another point for, for them. Sit seventh in the table. Absolutely no relegation worries for them. There's 10 teams who have got relegation problems, though, down at the bottom of the table. I think we're going to go right to the wire with this one. We're not sure who's going to stay up and who's going to be playing championship football next season. We'll chat relegation when we get back. You're listening to Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, my friend, let me say this. Mm. It's going to be the most interesting, intriguing relegation fight we have seen in the Premier League since we've been showing this league on the NBC Big call, Robbie Musto. Well, Massive I'm telling call. you. I'm Massive telling you right call. now because there's no awful teams in it. There was some big games today involving the teams towards the bottom end of the league table. Mm. None bigger then West Bromwich Albion versus Southampton. Let's just tell everybody beforehand, we did a deadline day show on Wednesday and we had a chance to reevaluate mm. who we thought was going to go down. Why are we going down this route? Well, I'm only... This route. So we changed, I think I think I changed one from my preseason pick to West Brom. And you changed a pick to Southampton. I also put Newcastle in there, by the way, because I think Newcastle are tumbling. Yeah. I went Newcastle, yeah. Huddersfield and Southampton. Hampton. Yes, yeah, I went Huddersfield, Brighton, which are my two picks, and mm. then West Brom. Brighton. And West Brom lost today against Southampton 3 2. Mm. First of all, from let's go Southampton's point of view first, yeah. because yeah. Richo Pellegrino, this might have saved his job. He yeah. was bang under pressure Out. into the bottom three. That's Marco a big win. Silva, get yourself warmed up. You're ready to go. Is he good he for the today? rest of the season? No, no, not <laughs> why. If, if, they, if they hit two, three straight defeats. I think he's back on. Marco Silva's waiting in the wings, mm. ready to go, primed. And if, I think they, they have to make that call. They will. But there was enough today, Rob. The goals, the little bit of spirit we saw when there was a little bit of fallout about a free kick. We see yeah. the group together, the unified. As you've said, this group of players oh. should be too good. I wasn't sure whether the manager quite get together. We saw a bit of Carrillo who started today. He's a bit up and down, straight line, um, centre forward. But, Listen, if, if you get the goals and you get the job done, absolutely so no problem. So you're still, because you, you th think yeah. they're going to go down, you still aren't sure, are you? No, no, I'm, Even I'm definitely not sure. No, definitely still not sure. I mean, again, look, you look it, at the lineup. There's a gap, there's from, a gap. Yeah, they look at the, the lineup and Lamina's strike today mm -hmm. and Buffal looked lively, Tadic was lively. Yeah, it's not a team, days. Rob, no. that looks like they are seriously doubting their own confidence no, or not no. playing for they the manager. They, they didn't saw show that, that today. today. One, one win in, in 13, though, tells you that things haven't been quite as good. But the problem is West Bromwich Albion, Rob, have won three games all season. And they changed their manager, by the way. Alan yeah. Pardew was this new guy, and they, they, I think the first few results were OK. They've gone from a team that's outside the relegation zone mm. under Tony Pulis mm. to a team that's bottom 20th, four points from the, the safety zone, why is he not getting more out of them? Good question. Well, the first thing that my, my first worry, if I was, it was a West Ham, West Brom fan, and I don't know what West Brom fans maybe are hearing some wanting to change. One up front with Tony Pulis, we don't like this football, mm. winning one nil, blah, 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 blah. 
First thing Alan Paul just said was, I'm going to let the reins off a bit. Oh, and, and that's the first thing I thought, oh, be careful. Mm. With this group of players, I'm not yeah. sure they're the let the reins off type of group. They're better when they're defensive, they're organised, they counter-attack, they nick goals and know how to defend. We conceded three goals today, Rob. Not, not, some of them not great goals, whether mm. it's defending or the goalkeeper. Um, he's, gambled on, he's gambled on Daniel Sturridge, absolute gamble. He came off today after an hour. He's going to need Sturridge to, to come in and score for him. And listen, it, it's Alan Pardew. It's Pardiola. We've got a, we were looking for a bit of magic from him. He needs to win 50% of his games wow. at left. He's got 12 games left. He needs, he's going to need to win five or six of them. You know, when, when Tony... P- I, I, I get it. If the West Brom fans now may be listening and, like, frustrated, mm. like, listen, we want, you know, yeah. Tony Pulis, we yeah. had enough of it. And I kind of get that. My only comment is Pulis brought a lot of these players in. He did start to be a more attacking. But this season, Rob... I don't know. It's whether he thought, you know what? Looking at my squad, I don't know if we're quite ready. And I know the fans are going to get frustrated. And I know it might risk my job, but are we ready to be expansive? So he didn't do it. No. He didn't do it. So the football was dire, but they were kind of... I know they were drifting down the league, but they were still They'd out of chance. Tony He's never Pulis been relegated. He'd keep them in the league. And, and they made the change. And again, you know, you look at the squad. Chris Brunt, I mean, he's a player that I played with. Mm. Gareth Barry. You know, Jakob's not done much. Matt Phillips is, is a decent player. You know, last game, I think, was McLean, was yeah. Sam Field. I don't know whether the squad is going to be actually, or the team, starting them, is going to be good enough to get enough of these wins that you're talking about. It's, it's alarm bells ringing time now for West Bromwich Albion. They've been in the Premier League for a long time, established themselves really well. They're in real trouble. They are. Brighton and Hove Albion talked about them, didn't we? Chris Hewton, good win for them against West Ham. <laughs> Another win or two for them, Robin, and they yeah. might just get themselves in, into yeah. safety I mean, position. They had a go at it. That Ujo, Ujoa came in mm. um, as a back to this football club. That's going to give them a boost. I'm just not sure about Brighton, but but of course, that's great now. They're up to 13th place in the league table, and they should be okay. It's just a, a huge fight down there. Swansea. Paul Lambert, my sexy Stoke. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. Conceded goals today. First defeat for Lambert. 52 goals conceded in the league. Most have ever dropped into the bottom three. Ooh, feeling a bit, a bit unhappy about my sexy stuff. Yeah, I mean, Bournemouth are, uh, have had a really good jump in recent form. I think that Stoke just about might be okay. Um, but we'll have to see on that. Yeah, okay, mate. Well, listen, there's, a, there's another big game. There is a game of football. Tomorrow. It's a football game tomorrow. Football, not soccer. <laughs> it's um, your New England it's Patriots. It's my New England Patriots. So, I live up there, so I'm close to the stadium. Mm. Um, I, I think he's pretty good, the quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. I think, Brady or something, I think it's Tom Brady. Brady. Boy or this big guy, Gronkowski, is going to be pretty good. Big um, they're going to win, correct? Uh, well, I used to play at Sellers Park and... The links there feel like I'm more of an eagle with Crystal Palace. So I suppose I'm going to have to go down the eagles route. So what we're saying, like a gentleman's wager, maybe a a pint of ale or something. An adult beverage. An adult beverage. One adult beverage. After the soccer, we'll we'll get into it and we'll see the Pats win the Super Bowl again. Okay, eagles. Just time (laughs) for the tweet, and that goes to TD who said there was no issue with the decision. Uh, Jose Mourinho demands standards and playing intensity. Pogba was lacking against Spurs. So, TD, you win the tweet of the day. Make sure your direct message is your address. And we'll give you a two-robbie scarf in the post in the next couple of days. 
So, on a day when Arsenal were pretty hot, Manchester City were not. And Jose Mourinho actually had a go at the United fans, what we must have saying they were a little mm. bit quiet today. Again. We'll see how that debate all goes on. Remember, for more debate, discussion and disagreements, make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts to download the Two Robbies show. If you like what you hear, please review the show. And just importantly, let us know which team you support and why you support that particular team. Have you been to the city? Did you go to college? Have you got a friend there? Let us know which team you support and we'll read out the best couple of responses on our next Premier League podcast. Finally, for me, Ron, we must thank all the good city mm. at Cul- all the good folk at Culver City. We really appreciate all their hard work and all their efforts. Yeah, thanks to everybody for listening to the show and letting us know your thoughts through social media. You can always do that, by the way, contacting us through Twitter at the Two Robbies NBC. Look out for a podcast update on Monday after the last game of the weekend, and we'll be back same time, same place for another Two Robbies football show next Saturday. So until then, my friend, it's good night from me. And good night from him. Good Good night. night. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.